Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So why don't you share the link? Why don't you grab your Bibles? If you've got your Bible, why don't you open with me to Genesis? I'm going to be speaking from Genesis chapter 2 today, and I'm really excited about it. So I'm going to read Genesis 2. And verse 1, and this comes after God in the, um, the story of creation has gone through the process in Genesis 1 of creating. He's spoken, he's, he's, he's spoken into existence, he has worked and he has created and he's come up with everything that we have, call this earth, call creation. And we pick it up here in chapter 2 and verse 1, it says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the hosts of them. And all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. Verse 3. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. I want to start a brand new series today. If you're taking notes, would love for you to write this down. If you're not taking notes... You can still write this down, but I'd love to start a new series today called The Rest of My Life. But part one, I'm calling this message, Created to Rest. Created to Rest. The Rest of My Life is a series. Let's pray together. Lord, we love you so much. Father, thank you for the opportunity to come into your house this morning, Lord. Gather differently, Father, but we thank you that this is still church. This is still our opportunity, God, to be in your house, to receive your word. Lord, I pray for this message that it would still go out like it does on Sunday. Yes, it's different, but God, we just thank you that we can still receive your word. We can still receive everything you have from us today. So Lord, as we choose to lean in, Father, I just thank you that you're going to speak to people, that your word is going to shape and mold and help and Father, build the lives of people. Lord, thank you that as we look to your word, which is eternal, Father, that we can build our lives on that foundation, a sturdy foundation called your word, Lord. Father, thank you for everything. Lord, we thank you for Easter and all that Easter was. Father, we just thank you so much for Jesus and the finished work of the cross, the power of the resurrection that now lives in us. Lord, thank you that we can today sit in our living rooms and in our our homes and in our spaces, Lord. Even right now where I'm standing, Father, I thank you that it's all because of the cross. It's all because of the resurrection. So we live in the aftermath of grace, Lord. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Easter. Thank you for the cross. In Jesus' name. And we all said together, come on, we all said together, amen, amen. Wasn't Easter powerful? Wasn't Easter just an amazing Easter. It really was so different. But I really believe that God used it just in our church alone, the amount of views. And just to share a praise report from Easter, the amount of views, the amount of um, interest and activity and engagement that came through um, the, the, the technology platform, seeing the chat, like you're on the chat right now, if you're logged in, you're watching it right now, you can see, but there was just so much activity. And it was so awesome to see so many people in our church, even through technology platforms, saying yes to Jesus, raising their hand in a different way, but still raising their hand and accepting Jesus 
Jesus, the power of the resurrection life was still active and alive. And Easter is incredible. So today I want to start this brand new series, The Rest of My Life. And you might be thinking, what is he talking about? What does that mean? Well, I'm going to get into it, but I'm really excited about it. The Lord has put this burden on my heart to speak about this particular part of, I believe, truth and life and just it can provide so much life to us. But I want to talk about rest. You might be thinking, well, why? why? Why would you want to talk about rest right now in the midst of you know, a global pandemic. Rest doesn't seem like the obvious topic when we're all sort of confined to a space right now. But I believe it's powerful because last weekend we celebrated the resurrection. We celebrated the power of the cross and the power of what Jesus has done and the Holy Spirit power that now lives in us because of everything that took place. But what we get to do now is we get to now rest because of the finished work of the cross. And so I believe that's what God is saying right now. He's saying that the the rest that we now have is because of the finished work of what God has done through the cross. It's powerful. It's amazing. Come on. Why don't you just say amen? Why don't you get excited about that? We get to rest now because of everything that God has done. But let me show you two scriptures. John 17. In verse 4, it says, I gl- this is Jesus, and he's speaking. This is his, his, his um, communication with, with the Father. Before going to the cross, he says, I glorified you on the earth, having accomplished the work which you have given me to do. And then on the actual cross, as Jesus was being crucified, he said so many powerful things. But look, listen to one thing he said in verse uh, 30 of John 19. He says, therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine, He said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. You know, when he said, it is finished, when you study that particular wording, the language, what you understand is it almost represents like a business deal, like a business transaction. It's like Jesus was saying, this is it. This is the moment. This is the final. This is the pinnacle. This is the completion. This is the ending. This is a completed deal. What an amazing thing to behold today on Sunday morning after Easter, just to think about that for a moment, but it's a done deal. What we've done, what, 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 we've, what we've allowed to come into our hearts is actually a done deal that God has taken care of. It's a completed transaction. It is a finished thing. And today, what do we get to do? Well, now, because of the work that is finished, the rest now begins. So I want to talk about that today, that word, rest. But with that, we need to talk about rest. And so I want to talk about rest for a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks. We're going to study it. We're going to look at it. We're going to understand it, I believe, in a whole new way. We're going to take a few weeks to do that. But I want to start off maybe, if I could, just by um, uh, attacking for a moment the culture that we live in, because I think it's important to talk about. Make no mistake today that culture has nothing to say about rest. Culture doesn't want you to think about rest. The culture we live in is a society that speeds up and it speeds up and it keeps speeding up and rest is often on the back burner and out of the conversation. But rest is so important. Culture says that rest is laziness, that rest isn't required. Culture would say that you need to hustle to make it. 
that you've got to you've got to hustle your way through life and rest needs to just be put to the side and you don't need rest now you might have heard that even as a young person that yeah man you just got to go for it and you've got to you know even crazy things i hear sometimes people say oh i'm gonna i'll sleep when i'm dead and it's just like hustle 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 crazy 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 but and i'm by the way i'm not against hard work hard work is very important but culture says you don't need to rest Culture says that rest is something you get to later. But scripture says that rest is biblical and is required for us to live well. See, we're ruled today, if we're not careful, by a sped up life. Life just keeps moving at a faster pace. And if you notice, it's a faster pace this year than it was last year and the decade before and the decade before that. I can say that now. But it just keeps getting faster and faster. And if we're not careful, hurry can be the enemy of a great spiritual life. So I want to talk about rest. And I want to talk about the rest of your life. Come on, let's all say that together. The rest of my life. Just because, and I've said this before in our church, just because there's an app for everything doesn't mean that I need to go ahead and do everything. Just because there's an easier way online, just because there's a, a, a process that's because of technology. Remember, we live in a technological age. Just because technology has made certain things easier to do doesn't mean, therefore, that I need to do everything and you don't need to do everything. See, I believe that in a, in a kind of an interesting way, I've become a student of rest. I personally have taken on this, this journey about five, six, seven years ago before going into full-time ministry. It's amazing the way God works and He orchestrates things and He's just so loving and so incredible. But it's amazing how in my life, before starting Colonial Church, I believe that God took me on a, a journey of understanding Sabbath and understanding rest and understanding that that to do everything that, that is required of the calling on my life to be a husband, to be a father, to be a pastor, to be a leader, to be a friend, to do all the things that we're called to do in life, we have to understand that rest is absolutely critical. But this culture and this society we live in, friends, listen to me very carefully. It's not going to give you rest. It's not going to help you when it comes to rest. But scripture talks so much about rest. Recently, I was reading a psychologist's report, an article from a, um, a, a well-known um, A well-known um, article in a psychologist um, sort of trade uh, organization and they were talking about a 2018 report and they would do this report every single year but I was reading about it and they were talking about the increased levels of stress and anxiety and pressure in this particular annual survey and they talked about the progression of how bad it gets it just keeps getting worse from the year the before to the year ahead it just it keeps growing it keeps growing and if we're not careful life can begin to come around us if we don't focus on rest but there was one particular part of this article that blew me away it talked about young people the very people who you would think are oh, the stresses of life the, the the workload hasn't hit yet but this one psychology report Talked, uh, had, a, had an ex excerpt from this college professor. This college professor had been teaching 18 to 22-year-olds for 25-plus years. 
And he said this, he said, I have certainly witnessed firsthand the remarkable increase in stress among this population. Speaking of young people, anxiety, depression, eating disorders, attention problems, suicidal impulses and behavior and so forth. Listen to this, seem everywhere among the college crowd. Their ability to cope, adapt and their overall resiliency seems to be much more fragile today than in the past. And it goes on, this psychologist report goes on and it just talks about all the different areas, all the different things going on. But listen to what they talk about at the end of it. It says there's no simple or quick answers, but that doesn't mean we don't have to throw in the towel and give up. Perhaps all we need, listen to this, this is an article in, this is not the Bible, this is not um, people of faith talking here. This is just a psychologist report. It says perhaps all we need to do is to take a deep breath re-enter and focus our attention on our core principles and values work toward the common good and do whatever we can with whatever the gifts that we have to help create a community and a society listen to this that is less stressed more inclusive gracious respectful forgiving resilient and compassion. I don't know about you, but that sounds to me like living for the Lord and being the church. And it's right there in, an, in a psychologist article. Listen to what it says. It says that we need to be more inclusive, more gracious, more respectful, more forgiving and resilient and more compassionate. That sounds like the people of God to me. And if we can get a revelation today of rest, if we can get a revelation today of all that God has done, all that he has created in six days, and then on the seventh day, we get the opportunity to rest. If we could understand that God has given us rest it's going to alleviate the problems it's going to help us on our journey rest is so important so i want you to write this down this is kind of just a thought that i have it's thought provoking for sure but i want you to just to to go with me and i want you to write this down but the rest of my life is based on the rest of my life i'm going to say it again and i want you to think about it and i want you to think about it while i preach the rest of this message as well the rest of my life is based on the rest of my life. Dallas Willard said this, he said, hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our day. Hurry, overload, stress, being, you know, working, working around the clock seven days a week. Hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our day. He said, he said this, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. So I got my three points today. I really want you to lean in. If you're sitting there today and you're like, man, this is just another week and uh, just going through the motions, it's on the screen this week. Can I just encourage you that these three points can speak directly into your life, that God can use this. He can use this to speak and to usher in freedom. He can usher in his blessing. He can help you on your journey. So please, let's not grow familiar. Let's not grow comfortable when it comes to the message and the power of God's word in our life. So number one, when it comes to me being created to rest. Three things I believe we can understand today. Number one is this. God has established rest. God has established rest. It's a powerful thing to behold, friend, when we understand that God has established something. Because when God establishes something, everything is different. When God decides he wants to establish everything, something, everything changes. Think about what he did right here in the beginning of our Bibles in Genesis. He established something powerful called creation a force he, he established things that we i don't believe we could fully understand the forces of nature gravity i love the ocean i think about the fact that god created the ocean and the power of the ocean that alone but god has established this thing called rest and the truth today is that despite what you may think 
And as brilliant as you may be, God has established rest for you. But God has established rest. Just like we say this, God has established the heavens and the earth. Let me read Psalm 95 and verse 3. It says, For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. Verse 4, In His hand are the depths of the earth, the heights of the mountains are His also. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hands formed the dry land. God has established a rhythm of rest. What did He do? He worked, He spoke, He created, but this is the important part for you and for me today, is God rested. He rested from His work. The six days were finished and He rested. And listen to me, friend. If God established rest, that is the place where we begin. So when God was finished doing what He needed to do, it says that He rested. And that's where you and me, we pick up the story because we rest and then we work. That's the power of this message. This is the power of rest in our lives, this understanding, man, God has created all of this stuff. God has created my world. He's created my life. He's created the people I do life with. He's created the church that I go to. He's created the resources that I um, are surrounding me in life. But listen to me. It says that God worked, then He rested. And we need to understand that we don't work to then rest. We actually rest and then we work. So where God is finished, that's where we begin. And we need to understand that God has established rest. He has established it for you and for me. Rest is not the end. Rest is actually the beginning. If you study Sabbath, and we're going to talk about Sabbath in this series, but if you study Sabbath, you don't Sabbath to get a break from what's just happened. No, you Sabbath before anything else happens ahead of time. It's a powerful thing. You begin from a place of rest. You begin from a place of, uh, uh, of being filled up. See, sometimes in life, in our Western society, what do we do? We think, oh, I just work towards a deficit. And then when I get to a deficit, I fall in a heap. And then all of a sudden, I've got to pick myself up again through you know, medication or you know, spending all this money on some great big vacation to fill the deficit. And then I start again and I go back into deficit. Can I just encourage you? God did not encourage you, does not want you to live that way. God has established rest and it's rest that you can begin your life from. So number one is God has established rest. This is good preaching today, by the way. You need to, if you're in the chat right now, you need to be telling your friends that this is good preaching today. So number one, God has established rest. Come on, we like to have fun in church. Number two is this, I need to rest. So God has established rest, but I got to understand that I need to rest. See, sometimes in life we can let pride creep in and we think we're pretty bulletproof. We think that we've kind of got it all together. We think that we're, man, I'm just, I'm crushing it right now. I'm sure you're like me. You've had seasons where you feel like, man, I feel like I got uh, wind in my sails and I'm moving forward and uh, things are good. But even in those moments, i got to understand that I need to rest. Even when things are good, I still need to rest. Psalm 91 verse 1 says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High, which is all of us, listen, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. We need to rest. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. Refuge and rest can go together. And my fortress, my protection in, God, in my God in whom 
I trust. Psalm 23, a scripture, by the way, that culture knows very well. Culture, it's amazing how Psalm 23 will come out whenever culture wants it to. But Psalm 3 is, the, is, the, is to me, is like the bedrock of what we believe that we're in relation to God being our good shepherd and how he leads us and how he helps us. But it's a, also a picture of your life and my life when it comes to rest. Listen to what it says. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down. In green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. What is that saying? He in, not just encourages me to rest, but he makes me rest. So maybe, maybe you've fallen into a, a, a period of your life where you're like, man, I just, I got so unwell. Or I got, man, I just, I, I came through a time where like, man, I, I, had a, I had a crisis and physically I was out cold. You know, I just would encourage you to read Psalm 23 because it says he makes me lie down. Perhaps what God was doing is saying, hey, you, you won't take the hint. I'm going to make you rest. I'm going to make you lie down. I'm going to make you sit down for a minute and take a rest because God has given you rest. And we need to understand that we need rest. Have you ever heard someone recently say something like this? There's not enough hours in the day. I've caught myself saying that sometimes. Oh, I'm so busy. There's so much going on. I don't have enough hours in the day. But here's the truth is there is enough hours in the day. We do have exactly the amount of uh, days that we need. And then there is enough time to do everything that we need to get done. I love it if you could write this down. Just a thought for you to, to, to meditate on during this series in the next few weeks. When I rest, God is at work. When I rest... God is actually working on my behalf. God is working and I can rest. See, there's two kinds of rest. I love talking about this because if you read the Bible, you understand pretty quickly that there's always two conversations going on in life. There's the natural conversation and there's the spiritual conversation. There's two kinds of rest. There's the spiritual rest and there's the natural rest. And it's amazing to me how combined they are. It's amazing to me how tightly tethered they are. There is a tight tether between the two of them, between how rested I am naturally. Listen to me, church. There's a, there's a connection between how rested you are naturally and how filled up you are spiritually. There is a connection there. There is absolutely a connection. I, I know it for sure. When I get stressed out, when, I, when I, I'm working too much, when I forget to take my Sabbath, when I forget to, under, to remember that rest is so important, it's amazing when I start to get burned out, how much my spiritual life seems to empty out, how much all of a sudden things are different for me. There is, a, there is an absolute connection between the natural and the spiritual, especially when it comes to rest. You need spiritual rest. You need natural rest. You think about spiritual rest for a moment. What am I talking about? I'm talking about eternal peace. I'm talking about the fact that when you, when you have spiritual rest, what do you have? You have salvation in Christ Jesus. You have grace that abounds through you and in you and all, all about you. It's amazing how we can, we can get spiritual rest, but we can quickly forget about natural rest. Spiritual rest is amazing. That's what Easter was all about, was about us as God's people. Having the cross to look at and having the, the empty tomb to look at and having now faith in Jesus Christ, which equals eternal rest for you and for me. That's spiritual rest. But we've got to understand today, God wants us also to have natural rest. And it's incredible the way that they are combined. This is what we typically do. We run and we run and we run and we get stressed and we get stressed. And eventually this is what happens. We reach the point of breaking and we say this, 
I need medication. Or we get to this place and we say, I need a vacation. I need to, to insert some emergency procedure in this moment to be able to make it to the next moment. See, I, I've fallen into, into this before. I've done seasons of life where I've just gone too hard and I've got myself to a place where I'm saying the only thing that I can do right now is quickly organize an emergency vacation and go lie on a beach somewhere and just basically figure it, get myself together. But can I just encourage you if that's your experience or you can relate to that, which I'm sure a lot of us can, but God had never intended for you to live with that kind of rhythm. He has established a rest rhythm and I need to understand that He has given me rest. I wonder today if you're at a breaking point. I wonder today if you've been in a season of a breaking point where it just seems like, man, I just can't get a rest. I can't catch a break. And you might be thinking, well, right now in the midst of this pandemic, I'm not sort of, you know, running around working like crazy, but I, I do feel stressed and I do feel like I can't catch a break. But can I just encourage you that you need to rest? God has called us to live a life like it says in Psalm 23, where he leads us. He makes us lie down. He takes us to places that help us. So number two, was I need to rest. Number one was God has established rest. And number three, Jesus has perfected my rest. Jesus has perfected my rest. Hebrews 4 and verse 9, the, the writer of Hebrews is talking to the Jewish people. He says, so, so then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. Verse 10, for whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from here. Now, obviously, he's talking to the people of Israel. He's talking, he's drawing a parallel between Jesus and the Sabbath and the, 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 the proclamation and the truth that entering into God's rest, which is obviously talking about spiritual rest, is so important. But we get to proclaim today. We get to look at Jesus today and know that Jesus has perfected our rest. Rest is something that is so powerful in our lives, but it's also representative of our salvation it's it rest was something in the old testament that god granted his people he granted the people of israel rest during joshua's time as he was leading and he was conquering and he was he was um, inheriting the promised land his job and the people of israel's job because they were asked they were commanded by god to do it was to drive out the enemies but what it would say time and time again is they would do that they would be granted peace by God, that would be granted. Listen to it. Rest, Joshua 23 in verse 1. I'll show you the scripture. This is when Joshua was um, getting towards the end of his life. It says, A long time afterward, when the Lord had given rest to Israel from all their surrounding enemies, and Josh was old and well advanced in years. It talks in the Bible about God giving rest to his people as a way of salvation, as a deliverance, as a, a, a way of resting. See, Jesus has perfected our rest. If you even look at the kings in the monarchy, in the Bible, it talks about different kings. But when there, when there was a king that was, that was a God-fearing king, when there was a king that was a king that loved God and wanted to keep God's commandments and wanted to do the right thing by, by a leading God's people, remember the, the, the king, king of Israel was never meant to 
to replace God. The king of Israel was just to be the conduit for God, to be able to lead God's people. But when you had a good king, it's amazing how there was rest for people. When there was, when there was a good king, it's amazing how there was provision, there was blessing, there was every good thing that came from heaven would be amongst the people of Israel during that time. But can I just encourage you that, that we get to understand today that Jesus has perfected our rest. Rest from our enemies. What are our enemies today? Think about it. Sin. Sin once had a grip, but in Jesus, we have rest from that enemy. We have eternal rest. Death held the power over me. I was dead in my sins, but listen to me. Jesus has made me free. I have rest from my enemies. Biblically speaking, rest means salvation, eternal rest. Saving from my enemies, saving from my troubles. Rest helps me with my doubts. Rest is powerful. Let me show you one more scripture, Psalm 62. Verse 7, on God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, my refuge is God. So on God I rest and in God I also rest. Jesus has perfected our rest. See, before, before salvation, before the potential of the cross, before everything that God has done, there was always just a, a dynamic of, oh, have I got rest? Have I, am I able to have rest? But because of the cross, because of Jesus, we can look to God. We can look to Jesus and know he has given us rest. Today, Jesus is our rest. So that's where we're going to start our series. And I really pray that this message uh, blessed you in some way. You know, in Matthew 11, I'd love to just finish with this scripture, but in Matthew 11, this might be a message, a passage of scripture that you've read many times, but he says this in verse 28. I want to read it from the message. It says this, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. And this is what Jesus says. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Jesus has perfected your rest. Jesus has perfected my rest. And in Jesus, we obviously have rest eternally. We have rest spiritually. But today, I believe as we look to Jesus, as we look to everything that Jesus has accomplished from us on the cross, we get to rest in the finished work of Jesus, the finished work of the cross, the completed transaction. What a powerful thing for us today to behold. Jesus has given us rest. Jesus has granted you rest. And it's pretty awesome. The rest of my life is based on the rest of my life. Well, hey, I really pray that that message bless you today. I really believe this series has the potential to really be a game changer for all of us spiritually, to, to have the potential to really, I believe in a whole new way, a whole fresh way, just reorient our lives towards everything that God has for us. I pray it could be something that could be a game changer for your family. If you're not feeling so rested right now, if you're feeling maybe some angst on the inside, I believe this series and what God's going to encourage us um, with through His Word. And I believe the Holy Spirit will minister this Word to us. I believe it's going to be powerful and it's going to be awesome in Jesus' name. So I just talked about Spirit. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.